With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Uh, it's the uh, noon hour. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Tom Caker joins us right off the bat here as we are very busy uh, in this hour. Tom, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Doing fine. Thanks for coming on. Um, before we get into uh, Nebraska and Iowa, uh, I saw a lot of Twitter yesterday. Your wife's cinnamon rolls were a huge hit. Uh, <laughs> so, so tell me what she's doing. Uh, let's, uh, you know, for those people that Hawkeye fans listening to us around the state and a lot of people, the podcast in eastern Iowa, let's uh, give your wife's new endeavor a little bit of a plug here. Yeah, it's, um, it's called The Key. It's down on uh, 3rd and Brady Street in downtown Davenport. And, uh, yeah, I brought some uh, cinnamon rolls for the boys yesterday and the gals who are whatever the, whoever was there. And, um, you know, just as a kind of holiday time and mm-hmm. um, just to hopefully promote, uh, promote her place a little bit. So it's a cafe, got lunch and uh, breakfast and a bar, so uh, I'm going to probably guest bartend <laughs> one of these boy. nights. Oh, nice! Hang out, hang out, just uh, so we'll invite some, you know, have some Hawkeye fans come down and uh, hang out, and and uh, so it'll be all right. Be yeah, good, place. good stuff. Well, I, I saw Bowen Camp apparently t- uh, <laughs> took one home in his briefcase too, which is comes as no surprise no. to either uh, <laughs> any one of us. Let's get into the game no. itself, Tom. Nebraska's playing very well. This will be their final game of the year. Nice win over a Michigan State team that, granted, has no offense, uh, really uh, struggling at the quarterback position. Hate to say that, Lombardi, a local kid, but he's going to be better as his career pr- progresses. At least you would assume. So, what do you expect on yeah. on Friday? What will we see at eleven o'clock? A motivated Nebraska team. A senior day with Iowa. How do you see this, Tom? Boy, I I think Nebraska is pretty motivated. I think they're almost borderline cocky about this game. Coming out right after the Michigan State game and a, a big win for them and immediately talking about Iowa, which kind of surprised me. But um, this is their bowl game. Yep. So um, I, I think they're... Um, you know, kind of tired of losing to Iowa. I mean, they're lucky that this isn't five of the last right. five if Iowa doesn't melt down and lose that game in overtime. I mean, that was a game Iowa had in hand and and really blew it away or uh, blew their chance to, to really put them away in that game. So, um, yeah, Iowa's just dominated this series, and I think Nebraska's tired of hearing about how Iowa owns them. So uh, I, I expect highly, highly competitive. And, you know, frankly, this would be kind of a signature win for Scott Frost this year. It yep. really would. Yep, I'm with you. Help catapult him towards next season, there's no doubt. Tom, as you uh, look at the matchup, back quickly to Illinois, throttle 63 nothing. Was Brian Ferentz trolling us, playing uh, Noah Fant the first <laughs> 25 plays of the game and, and targeting him heavily early on? Uh, 100%. By the way, this would catapult Nebraska to their national title next year, of course. Oh, yes, yes, that's, yeah, of course. That goes without being <laughs> said, <laughs> though, Tom. <laughs> we had Stephen M. Sipple on yesterday. We didn't need him today, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Um, yeah, I think Brian was trolling us. I completely do. I mean, he just, that's just, uh, for people who don't think that Kirk and Brian and those guys hear what's going on 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 the outside, they hear everything and they react to it. And I'm just going to, I'm really, really, really looking forward to the Brian Ferentz bowl press conference, because that's going to be must must see uh, TV and must listen audio because Brian, uh, I think Brian's going to maybe fire back a little bit in his ah, own uh, subtle way. Sure. That, that's going to be fun. Maybe I need to come over to Iowa city for that one. Ah, they don't let me in the building regardless. Tom, they'll let you in the building tonight. You'll be one of dozens of people in Carver Hawkeye <laughs> nice. arena as <laughs> Iowa takes on Alabama state the night before Thanksgiving Certainly weird timing for this one. But BTN, right? So you it will yeah, be on Ashley on BTN. What a performance last week. We can start there. Yeah. N- not much pushback from Alabama State, certainly tonight. But what are you going to be looking for this evening? Um, just that they kind of keep doing what they're doing. Two things I would, if I'm Iowa, I'm looking to maybe get going. Is One is Joe Wieskamp, who had two yep. really not very good games. Four in points, a free was, throw, and a three-pointer, Tom. That was the extent of his yeah. offense. One of eight, so they need to get him going. He was in double figures in the first two games, uh, and and they got to get Jordan Bohannon going. Uh, you know he's shooting below thirty percent from three, so they got to really get him rolling if they're going to be a good team this year. No doubt, Tom. Listen, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. You too, guys. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Tom Cakert. Okay, thanks, guys. Yep, good to talk to you, Tom Cakert. HawkeyeReport dot com, HawkeyeReport dot com for Tom Cakert. I'm going to be looking for Connor McCaffrey. He played so well really Friday did. night against UConn. Yep. His, but I uh, like his game, Trent. Ability I to do. control things. He's smart. I mean, th- this is something silly, maybe, but the way he makes entry passes. I mean, you just. <laughs> I guess I never noticed that. I will, you, though. It goes back to the old Dr. Tom. Remember yeah, the low bounce yeah, pass yeah, yeah. to the guy in the post? And He's smart. Is he a coach's kid? Exactly. Literally. You, you, you see that yeah. come out. In those little things, the little nuances of basketball, Connor McCaffrey certainly has that. I love when he goes to the basket looking for contact. And the this bank is a shots, freshman. A little old man game to him, too. He does, indeed. Uh, Bama, Trent, and I around college football next, 1700 The Champ. Catch play-by-play coverage of select NCAA games right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. If you've ever visited Salisbury House and Gardens, you know that its architecture, fine arts collection, and beautiful grounds make it a truly one-of-a-kind historic house. We're lucky to have such a unique cultural experience right here in Des Moines, but like many other historic house museums across the country, Salisbury House depends on the generosity of community members like you to keep our doors open. You can help preserve and interpret the past, celebrate the present, and ensure a sustainable future for Salisbury House Foundation by contributing to our season of giving campaign going on now visit salisburyhouse.org to donate 
Menards Christmas Catalog is a wonderland of holiday savings. Protect your vehicle from the harsh winter weather with a protective cover. Right now, all marine, vehicle, motorcycle, and recreational covers are on sale. They're made out of a non-abrasive fabric that's water-repellent and breathable. Get your choice of vehicle, ATV, or motorcycle cover just $14.99 each during Menards Christmas Catalog Sale. Sale price is good through December 1st. Plus, a Menards gift card is always a great gift idea. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable Towing. Target is here to help you discover all the ways to get your holidays holla done. Like order pickup. Just order ahead and have it waiting for you at the store. Try Drive Up in the Target app and we'll bring it right out to your car as soon as you arrive. And now we'll bring the holidays home to you with same day delivery shopped by shipped. Whether it's a TV, hot cocoa mix, or ornaments for the tree, Target makes it easy to get what you need when you need it. Target run and done. Learn more at Target.com slash ways to shop. Restrictions may apply. Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia does overpaying for something make sense we don't think it does at charter house real estate that is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about gone are the days of six or seven percent to sell your home we charge 24.95 plus three percent don't worry if that sounds a bit odd just know that on average our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, 
a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Thank you to Tom Kinkert, HawkeyeReport.com, uh, for sliding on in here, as promised. Trent and I and Bama Bob are going to go around the final regular season week of college football. It is rivalry week. We've got lots of ground to cover, lots of games to look at. Boys, good to, t- well, Bama, I've, I've been talking to Trent, uh, but good to talk to you. Uh, thanks for popping in here today. And you know what I want to start? We're going to get into a pack of games, obviously. I want to start with... Teams that are sitting on five wins right now and and looking for that all-important six to get those extra practices, to get the seniors to go out with another bowl experience. And I guess we'll start with you, Trent Condon. We'll get to Bama Bob, and I've got one, and then we'll get into some of these games. What's your five-win team that's sitting on a must-win tomorrow? You know, it's when I looked at this, the Big 12 as a whole has a few. Mm -hmm. Of course, we talked to Iowa State, K-State earlier. And and you're going to pick mine off right off the bat, aren't you? But there's a game involving two. That would be my trend, so you take it from me, Kiro. Baylor, Texas Tech. And and the importance, just getting bowl eligible for Cliff Kingsbury. Is that enough to keep his job? The seat is scalding hot. And Matt Rule. If he can get bowl eligible at Baylor in year two, yep. with everything that he came into, that would be a big step in the right direction for them. That one is definitely a circle, a big one with Baylor and Tech. I'm with you for the exact same reasons, Trent Connor, and I'm with you. I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury has to win this football game. I think, especially after the start that they've had, they have not uh, finished the season well. Uh, they kind of uh, teased their fan base a little bit, but uh, boy, oh boy, this is a very important one for both schools tomorrow. All right, Bama, uh, we're out of the way, so uh, g- give us a couple of five-win scenarios for you, a couple of five-win teams uh, that you're looking at heading into the weekend. Well, I kind of looked at them. There's a few of these conference. You guys have touched on it. The Big 12, I mean, they're going to get one bowl eligible out of that one game, but, you know, they could have TCU and K-State fall out of the bowl picture. Mm-hmm. would not really help them. Florida State K-State has, does, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, you know, Florida State could get the six against Florida. I don't see that happening. Um, I think Florida's too good. Virginia Tech really has two chances. Um, I think they have four wins. they got to beat Virginia and Marshall, which is a makeup game. Uh-huh. For that East Carolina, I don't see that happening with them. I don't see Maryland going to Penn State and getting to their sixth one. I'm, I think Indiana's got a good shot. Purdue and Indiana are a couple five and six teams mm-hmm. that are facing off, yep. and, and I kind of like Indiana at home. I know Purdue's got the big, flashy offense and by far the biggest win in that conference this year, but uh, I like the Hoosiers. Um, so, Bama, let me stop you, and Trent, let me get your take on this, too, since we're since we're talking Purdue and uh, in Indiana. Bama, I'm glad you brought that one up. Um Jeff Brom, Trent, I'll go to you first. Yeah. I mean, if, if 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 Bama's right and Indiana wins, does this open the door for a quick exit to Louisville in your mind? Oh, absolutely. I, in fact, it it'll happen and probably as soon as next week. I, I think that's the win or trending. lose. Win or lose. Yep. I, I think that's the direction it's trending. I mean, is he sticking around for the Motor City Bowl? No, probably no, not. Probably not. Yeah. So it's going to happen regardless. And you wonder if that's wing on Purdue here late in the season. I, I'm with you, Bama. You got an opinion on that? Yeah, I I do. I think I, I agree with Trent. I think it's likely to happen regardless after today uh, or after Saturday. 
I, I hate it though. I mean, I don't. I, I, we talked last week. I don't know if Louisville's a better job. I, don't I know think it's it is. Pretty much school. Yep. I know it's his alma mater. Um, uh, you know, all the mess they've got going on down there is just really sorted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the jurat. They're still paying jurats off. They're yep. going to pay Petrino. They're going to have this lawsuit with Patino. They've lost Papa John's as a sponsor because of his, you know, mm-hmm. corporate shenanigans. I, I mean, and really, is that is that program any better than Purdue? I, I don't know that it is. I mean, and but you know, listen, it's hard to. As Bear Bryant once said, "Look, Mama called, and when yeah. you call, you got to answer." <laughs> That's so, true. Um, I, do, I don't. I mean, I would hate it for Purdue because I think he's got something. Maybe get a little something going. I there, think he does but, too. Yeah, um, you know, you, you look at these other five. I like the one in the SEC in, in the Volunteer State. Can you got Tennessee at Vanderbilt? Both uh, five and six. Yeah. One's going home. One's going on, and uh, that is big. I think it's bigger for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I really do because mm-hmm. I think that Jeremy Pruitt could use those. They've had such a tough year, um, and you know, now does Gorantano play? I don't know if he doesn't. That's going to make it a little tougher and. You know, Arizona can get to six if they can beat uh, Arizona State at home. I think Colorado's got no chance at Cal, and I think USC has no chance against Notre Dame. So I'm looking at the Volunteer and the Hoosier State for those uh, a pair of five and six teams playing each other that's big for both. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned those other two, Bam. I went with the two five and six teams in the Big 12, uh, but I'm with you. I could have done Indiana-Purdue and uh, clearly the SEC matchup, Tennessee and Vanderbilt, uh, big as well. Well, let's take a look at some of the marquee games, fellas, and on rivalry weekend here, there's so many to get to. Well, real quick, Bama, since you brought up Florida, Florida State a minute ago, I mean, this was appointment TV not too many years ago, right? And uh how this game has fallen, and it's fallen because, well, for both schools, actually, but Florida, to their credit, have got themselves off the map uh, off the mat this year. No chance, Bama, for Florida State? Always a chance, Kenny, in the rivalry game. Always a chance when you're playing at home. They, they had a win last week. It looked ugly, but, I mean, you know, look, the, the, the thing before I was talking about with a couple of my buddies and, and my father-in-law, who's a big Gator fan, and you know, the, the, the talk is they've got the freshman quarterback that they want to get in these games, and do you do it now? Because you really, you know, you're out of the East and all that kind of thing. And my, my philosophy is you you got to beat your rival, okay? You, you beat your rival when you have a chance, especially in that state, because you got UCF making noise uh, down there in Orlando. you got Miami and Rick. Um, you know, listen, if you got a chance to step on the throat of Florida State, you do it tomorrow, you do it in Tallahassee, you do it for recruiting, and then you worry about who you play quarterback in the ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I like Florida in this one. I like the coach better. Uh, I like the talent. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on with Florida State. That just seems to be a team that can't get organized. You always give them a chance but um, in a rivalry game at home, but I, listen, really, and Florida's not a dominant team. This isn't, you know, Alabama or, or you know, Clemson coming in there and and, and, you know, where you expect them to just roll them. Florida State has a chance. I don't give them much of one. And you're right. I mean, just, what, I don't know how many years ago, probably more than we'd like to think yeah, now. But, probably so. I mean, yeah. Spurrier and Bowden, I mean, yeah. this was just, I mean, it was just classic yeah. every year, and you just look so forward to it with all the talent and the coaching personalities on the sidelines. And, man, where where have those days gone in this rivalry? No question about it. Well, guys, I'm going to fast forward here. I'm going to go to the nightcap on Saturday night because – 
Uh, we'll, we're going to decide a division in the Mountain West Conference. It starts at 9.30. I hope most people can stay up. Utah State has been my group of five team all year long, although Central Florida is probably the right answer. But look, there's right. three teams, I think, in the Mountain West. I think Utah State, Boise State, and Fresno State. Three states uh, all got really good teams. Trent, they're going to decide the Mountain. Um, Utah State, Boise State. Give me an opinion on that, and we'll go to Bama next. You know, I, I watched a lot of that Utah State game late. Got over to Spectrum, whatever stupid channel is on, Altitude, whatever it was and watched it, and I was tweeting, and you tweeted back uh, to me as we were both watching that one late in the incredible wide receiver. Steps out of bounds as he's going up. He catches a Hail Mary to win it for Colorado State. They wipe it off the board. Did you hear the radio call, by the way, No, I didn't. Oh, I I got to find that for you. it's, It's really, really good. But, you know, Utah State, you wonder, look ahead spot, certainly, against a bad Colorado State team there. Going into Boise, is it the same place it once was? I don't think so. I don't think Utah State's ready for this game, though, quite yet. Matt Wells has done a great job there. Mm-hmm. He really has, and he probably is going to be bumping up. He might be a Colorado. I, I would bet money on that, Trent. You know, when we reconvene yep. next week, he, it could happen as quickly as that. But I think Boise gets it done. It's a short price, two and a half. I do like Boise in this spot. How about you, Bama? Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, listen, Boise, Boise is the one that put all these, uh, you know, group of five, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they're the ones that really put those group of teams on the map. Uh-huh. Now, Central Florida taking that mantle, obviously, and for good reason, the last couple of years, and before them, maybe South Florida a little bit. Um, Utah State, you're, you're right. I mean, is this a Scott Frost situation with the coach, I guess, is mm-hmm. what you want to, want to talk about. You know, are they going to go in and, you know, are, are they is all the noise surrounding the coach going to Colorado? And I agree with you. This is an absolutely perfect fit, I think, for them. Um, you know, for, for Colorado. But, I mean, are they just ready to step up? Uh, Boise State has been wildly inconsistent this year. I, I really thought that, you know, that the Troy game still sticks out to me uh, a little bit. But, you know what, I, I don't know. I like the Aggies. I like what they're doing. I agree maybe last week Colorado State's terrible. Uh, they got a break. Uh, and maybe sometimes you got to get lucky in these situations. I'm going with the Aggies. I, I just think they're a better team. I think they're a better coach team. I think they all know what's going on with their coaching situation, and I think they're going to rally around it as opposed to being a distraction. So I'll take the Aggies going into Boise tomorrow night. Uh, or late, I'm sorry, late Saturday. And uh, I keep forgetting it's Wednesday. And we'll go in, uh, <laughs> go in late Saturday. And, and I, I'm, you know, give me the Aggies. I'm with you. And, and, and if the Utah State does win, Trent, I hope they postpone the announcement until the week after yeah. the championship. Yeah. All right, yeah, boys. Uh, let's, go, let's go Big 12. Uh, we've got uh, West Virginia and Oklahoma, 7-1, and 6-2. and two, Could see the game back-to-back weeks. Bama, will we? Will West Virginia pick off the Sooners? Man, you know, this is one of those. It, it, you talk about your stay away from games. This is it for me. I mean, I just... These two, these two, to me, and you know it, I've been on these two all year in terms of I think they're the best two teams in the Big 12. Texas obviously has something to say about that. I do expect them to beat Kansas, and that will put themselves in a title game. And then we, and the good thing is that game will have happened prior to, uh, you know, the, the big game Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, so I think the winner is going to know it's winner in, losing, you go home. I don't think – I just don't see Texas losing to Kansas. But – Man, West Virginia's defense, I think, is just a little bit better than Oklahoma's. Morgantown's a tough place. It's going to be cold. I haven't seen whether there's going to be any snow or wind or rain or anything because it can get really nasty 
up and then their hills, and <laughs> it, it, that's just a tough place to play. It's a tough trip. It's a tough, you know, game week, and then you have to turn around and, you know, potentially play again. I'm going with the Mountaineers. I like Will Greer. I know they've, you know, had a couple tough losses. I think the having this game this week is the best way to get over the Oklahoma State loss last week. And I just, I think it's going to be a classic. I really do. I think it's going to be high scoring, maybe in the 40s by both teams. I just, I love Will Greer. I've been on West Virginia all year. I know Oklahoma's you know, knocking at the door of the playoff, and there's a path for them to get in, I think. Uh, but, man, I just – I'm going to stick with Will Greer. I'm going to stick with the girl that I've had all year, and I'm taking the Mountaineers at home. Trent Condon. Oklahoma, I just think, is better. And as bad as that defense has been. Yeah, they're bad. They've given up 40-plus three consecutive weeks. Give up 40 to Kansas. Yeah. They're better <laughs> than West Virginia. On the road, Oklahoma gets it done. They win it. They win it by certainly. And speaking of the total, the what total, is it? So it opened offshore at a couple spots at eighty. Yeah, went quickly to eighty-two. Because yesterday the totals weren't out yet in Vegas. Vegas, when they released them, they re- released it at eighty-four. Did they really? Eighty-four <laughs> the total yeah. in a college football game. It just unthinkable. I'd be tempted. <laughs> I, I, I'm right there with you, Bama. I think Oklahoma is the right side though in this one. All right, let's uh, let's go to the Apple Cup, shall we? Let's go all the way out west, Washington, Washington State, Washington State. The Cougars, one of the stories in college football this year. Um, Bama, you're up. Help me out with the Apple Cup. Well, the the, the biggest bummer of this is it's opposite the Big Twelve, Kenny. Mm, no, is it really? I mean, they're both within thirty minutes on Friday night of each other. I mean, according yes, to my are. schedule, it's seven thirty. Seven thirty on Fox. You're right. I'm like, really? Do we have to do this? I mean, because these are my two favorite games of the weekend. I mean, they really are. And I know we got a lot more to get to mm-hmm. and bigger ones, but I mean, you know, look, who would have thought, Kenny, Jake Browning coming back this year, that we'd be talking about a kid yeah. named Gardner Minshew? Yep. Uh, and he's going to get some Heisman run. I know it's, about, you know, Tiger Viola and Tyler Murray, and there's some other guys out there. No, but, but Minshew's in the conversation. I mean, he won't win it, but for, for third or for. Maybe second. Mm-hmm. He knows? should get an he should get an invite. Yes. particularly Ken, if they win the division. Yeah. Now, listen, they got Utah. The winner of this is going to get Utah in the, in the South. Um, if, if if they can win these two games, because listen, these are prime time. You know, Thanksgiving games that everybody's watching. I mean, they'll be flipping between the two of them. I get it, but it'll be on, and it, it, there will be eyeballs on this game. And if he shows out like he has before. Uh, all of a sudden, people are going to start taking those stats seriously, and they're going to start looking at what he's got. And I think he should get an invite. I've loved the Cougars. I've been talking about it for months. I want Mike Leach in the Rose Bowl. Um, I think there's going to be, you know, beyond that. And you, you haven't heard it yet. We all know what's going on at USC with with, with Clay Helton. Mm-hmm. I think he's done. Everybody kind of agrees. He that is. Mike Leach is a great candidate for USC. Um, he. Has talked about, you know, he was kind of in the mix for Tennessee until they put the the kibosh on that for whatever reason. So that tells you he's ready to make a move. It's in the same conference, so it's not like, well, can he win in the Pac-12? Well, he's winning in the Pac-12. He knows exactly what it takes to win there and get him some better talent. So I hope that's not a distraction. I'd love to see him at USC. I want him in the Rose Bowl. I love the Cougs. I'm sticking with them. Um, I think they get it done, particularly uh, in Pullman, which is a – Really crazy kind of place to play. Um, I'm taking the Cougs 
to uh, win the Pac-12 North and face Utah in the championship game. Uh, Trent, who did that game in a minute, but since Bama let us know his two favorite games of the weekend, boy, those got chances to be really good. What's yours? Taking the local angle out Taking, of it. Taking uh, the Heartland Trophy in the yeah. Nebraska-Iowa game out of the equation. And Farmageddon out of there. Yeah, that one too. Let's, well, it's, it's Michigan-Ohio State. It's Me just, too. It, it's a rite of passage yep. every single, it, it is must-watch Saturday. Mm-hmm. Going to be uh, in Sioux City by that point in my excursion around the state of Iowa for Thanksgiving. We'll be there. We're supposed to be leaving, and I, I told the wife. We will leave after Michigan, Ohio State. Put your foot down, did you? It rarely happens. It did there. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the few times a year I put my foot down. We're not missing Ohio State, Michigan. Give me Washington, Washington State, and then just follow up with Michigan and Ohio State. I've been fading Washington State all year. I've, How's that worked uh, out? Not well, not well. <laughs> and my account knows it very well. And I'm going to do it here, too. I, yeah. I, I don't like this Washington team very much. I've, I've been frustrated watching them at times. But Steve, is it this good? They're not they're not eleven and one good Washington State at least in my mind so I'll take Washington to get it done. Go to the Big Ten, Trent Condon, and the big game. Mm-hmm. It's Michigan, right? I think if you've been watching Ohio State football, this is before the Purdue loss, and I brought that up at the time and seen cracks in that armor. There's something wrong with this defense, team. They can't play defense. I think this is huge. I think this is a blowout. In fact, we might get on the road early to come back home because <laughs> by the boring. fourth quarter, it, it might be over. I, I'm seeing 31-10, yeah. th- 13. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, Michigan's a lot better football team. They don't have the distraction. Harbaugh has to win this game. Yep. There's so many things pointing in their direction. I'm all over the Wolverines. Bama, I'm, I'm with Trent 100%. Where are you on this game? We both think it could be ugly in Michigan's favor. Uh, I think it could be, but you mentioned one thing. The pressure is on Jim Harbaugh. He has to win this game. I mean, he's making, what, eight and a half, nine million a year, whatever it is. They haven't sniffed anything since he's been there. We, listen, this, if this game were in, an Ar- in Ann Arbor, I would agree with you about, you know, the possibility of it getting out of hand. I don't know, guys. There's just something about this game. Ohio State has a ton of talent, and I don't know. I agree with you totally. I don't know what's going on. There's something. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's chemistry. I don't know if it's locker room. I don't know what it is. But all everything that's happened, you know, including the stupid two-point conversion last week against Maryland <laughs> and the Purdue meltdown and Zach Smith and all this other stuff, Man, you can put all that to bed tomorrow in Columbus. Now, that said, it's going to be a really nervous crowd there. Uh, there's all the rumors flying around Urban Meyer. This is it for him. Um, you know, he's stressed. He knows something else is coming, whatever. I'm going to take the Wolverines, but I think it's going to be a little bit closer than people think. Because Michigan really doesn't have an explosive offense. I mean, you know, Maryland can hit you with a big play. Um, I don't know that Michigan can. Their defense is great. But, you know, the defense, when you play defense like that, it basically limits your number of possessions and slows, you know, speeds the game up a little bit. So I will take the Wolverines on the road uh, in Columbus, and we all know what happened the last time. And you, you don't think that's sticking it. The mm-hmm. last time they were there with yes. that, you know, fourth down yep. call and everything in the overtime, you don't think that's still in Jim Harbaugh's crawl. You're not paying attention, but. Uh, I will take the Wolverines. I think they will probably cover. I don't think it gets out of hand. Well, you know an awful lot about the Iron Bowl, Bama Bob, so you can lead off in this one. Well, speaking of out of hand, <laughs> yeah, um, so look, I mean, the number's 24 here, and that's just... Where's that historically? Any idea? 
Uh, it's got to be up there, particularly with it now. You know, there's been some bad Auburn teams and bad Alabama teams. I mean, people, you know, half the country doesn't know that Alabama used to struggle. You know, under yeah. guys like Mike Dubose and Dennis Franchoni and Mike Shuler and, and guys like that. But there's been some, there have been some big numbers in the past, but I don't think it's ever been this big, particularly when both teams come in with winning records. Um, and, you know, Auburn has a winning record. If they've got a chance, guys, if they're going to have a chance, Jarrett Stidham has to play like what, like the Jarrett Stidham that they thought they were going to get when they brought him in two years ago. He hasn't done that. Um, he hasn't been able to stretch the field. He hasn't been accurate. He hasn't been mobile. Um, their running game is pretty much non-existent, which is not going to help them. I don't think they found anything with the big blowout win over Liberty last week. I think Alabama, the, the, the problem for them is they know they're in the championship game. They know they've got Georgia, which is a much bigger game, next week. Um, I don't know if they cover the number. I think they easily could. They could cover it in the first half. I mean, if things get really crazy out of hand. And Auburn hasn't been good in big games, you know, against good teams like Georgia and, and, and other games that they played this year. But uh, I think Alabama probably covers, but wouldn't surprise me if they the you know, a little backdoor cover from Auburn kept it within 21. But I don't see a way out of this for Auburn tomorrow. I, I do not see a path to them to go into Tuscaloosa and win. Trent Condon, when Alabama under Saban's been a big favorite in this game, they have covered. This is a big number. I think they cover it again. And uh, I didn't jump on last week, but I think I'm looking back at that first play, uh, first half line again with the, the Crimson Tide here. Take care of business. Auburn has a whole set of issues, as Bama talked about. But, uh, boy, would love to see this game be something tight. I just I can't envision it right now with the way Auburn's played. Couple of uh, ACC SEC crossovers. Trent, we'll let you go first with this one. Georgia, who's going to see Alabama uh, in the championship game of the SEC? They're playing their in-state rival, Georgia Tech. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Trent Condon, ugly. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I think Tech, young defense for Georgia, talented, no doubt, but mm-hmm. young, young at a lot of different spots against the triple option. They'll hit a couple of big plays here. Keep it tighter than the number. I I like Georgia Tech to at least make this somewhat compelling. Something you flip over to in the second half and say, hey, it's a two-score game. Something like that. Not a huge blowout. Of course, Georgia gets the win, though. And Georgia Tech seven and four. Um, they've had a, they've had a nice year. Pitt's had mm-hmm. a nice year. They're they're going to win that tiebreaker. Uh, Bama, your thoughts on Georgia Georgia Tech? Yeah, this is interesting because Georgia Tech. You know, they started out struggling a little bit. They lost to Pitt. They lost to Clemson. You know, as you know, who are going to be the two participants in the ACC title game? Mm-hmm. They've won four straight, six out of seven. Um, not against great competition because I don't think there is any in the ACC other than, you know, uh, Clemson. Um, but that triple option is hard to prepare for. Now, the good news is Georgia sees it every year, so it's not like you're getting sprung on you for the first time. When that, those are the teams that really drive you crazy. When you play a team like Georgia Southern or something, and they come in and they run that triple option, and all of a sudden it just drives you crazy. Um, you know, that said, but look, I mean, they're one-dimensional, let's face it. I mean, if they can't run, and Jordan, you mentioned Georgia has athletes, and generally when you when you have that and you can be disciplined and they're bigger up front and they can rotate more people, you know, when you can't throw the ball and you are one-dimensional, um, and some people argue that the triple option is not a one-dimensional. It's all on the ground, but there's things, you know, you up the middle and the, the pitches and all that kind of thing. But, you know, I think bottom line, Georgia figures it out. Uh, I'm with Trent a little bit. This it, it could be a little close. 
uh, in the fourth quarter or maybe, maybe I don't know, mid-third, you look it over and go, huh, look at that. And, again, you know, Georgia has to win this game because if they don't, now you got to debate if they even if they knock off Alabama, you got a two-loss team, uh, SEC champion, and now you got yourself a debate. But I, I, listen, I think Georgia Tech can create a lot of chaos here. I don't think they will. I think Georgia wins at home and sets up a uh, just a marquee SEC championship game next week. Well, I threw this one in, Bama. We'll start with you, Clemson, uh, having the, the season that they are. Uh, They're going to play South Carolina. This is their final game. This is their rivalry game in this spot each and every year. Clemson's favored by, what, almost four touchdowns, for crying out loud. There's no chance, is there, that this thing is even close? I like Um, Bentley, but he's not enough. Yeah, I like Bentley, too, but I agree with you. I mean, listen, we've seen, uh, you know, when Clemson really gets that, we saw it against Kellen Mond. Uh, Now, that game was closer. And what we thought it might be. We saw it against, you know, Ryan Finley for NC State. They can just flat get after the quarterback. I mean, that is as good of a defensive front as you will ever, as you will see this year. And I know Michigan's got a good one. Alabama has a good one. Mississippi State has a good one. Clemson is on another level defensively with their front seven. And I think they are just going to make life an absolute living hell for Mr. Bentley. I think Clemson got their scare earlier in the year with Syracuse and survived it. And I just, I, I think they are, I think they have by far, of all the playoff top four right now, they by far have the easiest path to the playoff. And, you know, winning this game at home and then, you know, against Pitt in the championship game. So I, I, they could cover the number in this one. I mean, it's a huge number for a rivalry game. But they're that good. They put the whole Kelly Bryant thing behind them. Uh-huh. It's it's done and dusted. They got their guy. They got the right guy in Trevor Lawrence. And I just think that, I mean, it's, it could get ugly. I mean, it's 27 and a half. Would not surprise me to see them cover. And off they go to the uh, ACC championship game. Trent? Yeah, no look ahead with Pitt on tap in the ACC no, championship no, game here. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you talked about that front of Clemson. How is South Carolina going to be able? I like the receivers. Debo Samuel's a nice player. I've got another good receiver over there, but I just don't think they can block the front. Twenty six and a half. I I can't believe you didn't put Notre Dame USC over this game. Come on, Ken. Go ahead. Give me your take on it. Ah, Notre Dame throttles them. I do too. It's in my bets. Our picks. And that's oh, that's why I see it's it. It's got a little BB uh-huh, beside those uh-huh, beside uh-huh. that game as well. Well, since we <laughs> since we do have a couple of minutes left, let's do a bonus. Uh, th- uh, Thanksgiving night. It's the Egg Bowl. Mississippi, Mississippi State. I think Old Miss is uh, had the the, the um, had more fortune in this game over the last. I don't know, Bama, five, three or four years anyway, seems to have gone Old Miss's way. I think Mississippi State's a better team this year. Uh, give me your thoughts on that one, Bama. Yeah, I, th- I like State in this one. I, listen, this is Old Miss's season. They're not eligible for a ball. They're five and six, but even if they get to six, they can't because of the probation. Oh, yeah, good point. Yep. So, I mean, you know, this is their this is their ball game. Mm. Uh, so I think that'll add a little juice to it. We have been waiting all year, all year, for Old Miss just to bust out with these receivers and this quarterback that we've been hearing about. I don't know that it happens this week. I think it could. I think Nick Fitzgerald is going to be just extremely motivated. This is the game he got hurt in last year. If you remember, mm-hmm. yep. I think the, uh, the the ACL wasn't a dirty play, so it's not like you know anybody took a cheap shot at him or anything, but still, um, you know, this is the one that, that he went out in, and so I, I 
This is one of those, uh, you know, I'm gonna, uh, I almost pull a Trent Condon. I don't know. I, I really don't because I can see it either way. I like Ole Miss. Ole Miss has a ton of talent. And, you know, again, at receiver, and Mississippi State has a great defensive front. We saw that against Alabama. They, Alabama really struggled to run that, to run the ball at home against Mississippi State, particularly in the second half. But, um, I, listen, I almost might take Rebels in an upset here. Mm-hmm. I, and the problem is their defense is so, so bad. I can see Fitzgerald running for close to 200 yards and, and throwing for another 150, kind of like he did against Auburn and, and some other teams. So I really don't have a feel for this. I do think it has a good chance, though, to be a really entertaining game. And, and again, this is it for the Rebels for this year. So, you know, maybe a little edge on, to them on that, but you know, it's offense versus defense in this game. Uh, it's an excellent point, Trent, on the fact that this is their kind of bowl game. Open at eight and a half. You can't get a bet yeah. on Old Miss. Yes, yeah, and it's up to ten and a half. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of Some spots 11s. right now. Bama, one other SEC game I wanted to get your thoughts on. It's not a rivalry game per se, but Texas A&M, LSU, mm. two ranked teams. Difficult for me to handicap this one at all. Just want to get your thoughts on the Tigers and Aggies. Yeah, you're right. These are both teams that... LSU, I think, is has is probably more disappointed with their season, particularly after that. You know, they were just flying high after that win against Georgia um, at home, and then Alabama comes in and just pretty much took their soul away from them, if you will. We know we know what A and M is under Jimbo Fisher, year one. They played they played the top two teams in the country in Alabama and Clemson. Played one of them really close at home. Had a chance late in that game. Never really stood much of a shot against Alabama on the road. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I, I I like A and M. I think in in this one they're a three I point just, favorite. Bama very tight spread. Uh, I mean, I like the quarterback better. Burrow's been really good, um, but he just hasn't done anything spectacular. And and I just I like I like the quarterback for for A and M. I think a little bit better. And, and you know. As we all know, when you have a quarterback, you have a chance. And I just, I just think that that A and M is a little too good. And they, I think they still have a little more motivation, a little more hope in their season uh, as opposed to LSU. You know, Trent. Trent, here's my question on this game. Mm-hmm. Well, what was um, this this game that we just talked about, A and M and LSU? It's on the SEC network. Really? At six thirty. Meanwhile, at six o'clock, ESPN two has Kentucky and Louisville. I mean, with what are, what are they thinking? <laughs> Isn't that a perfect spot for a Friday game? Yes, something. Yeah. Wow, SEC yeah. Network gets LSU A and M. Six Eleven is going to be happy with that, though. Yeah, absolutely. They'll have some eyeballs, yeah. <laughs> mine included. Yeah, I mean, that is a great game for their network. Yes, yeah, it is. I mean, my goodness. I mean, and and that Kenny, you know, listen. I know we all get sad when this thing ends, but man, boy, don't you just don't you just wait for this week? I mean, and, it, and it's yeah, spread out yeah. over multiple days. Yep. You know, you got all the NFL stuff on Thursday, and, and the Egg Bowl, and, get, and the Egg Bowl, and then you get a lot of uh, you know a lot of really good games on Friday. Again, Fox and ESPN, please, well, you know, God, why are you doing this to us? And then of course Saturday, and and I love Michigan Ohio State early. I love that being the early game and just you know not playing it in prime time or anything. You know, you get up and it's it's a noon Eastern, eleven our time, and you know, by the time you're up and you had your breakfast and your coffee and whatever else you got to do in the mornings, and it's like, bam, okay, now we're into it. And you kind of sit there, and it's like, you know, it's pretty much the beginning of a 14-hour day <laughs> on Saturday, and yeah. uh, it doesn't get any better than that. No, it does. You know, Friday, guys. Well, here's here's Friday. Of course, a little here, Bama, in, in, in Iowa, we're going to start with Nebraska and Iowa. 
Texas, uh, Texas, Kansas flip over there during the commercials. The afternoon slate, boys, is kind of lacking a little bit. Virginia, Virginia Tech on ABC, yeah. Oregon, Oregon State on Fox Sports 1. And then, or of course, CBS has their early game uh, that uh, with Arkansas and Missouri. So not the best slate in the afternoon. Anyways, it's college football. We're going to be watching regardless of what games are won. We'll find one to watch. Bama, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Thank you for doing this. We'll recap uh, rivalry weekend on Monday when we reconvene here at about 1130. Thank you, Bama. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys, and same to you. And everybody, please be safe and uh, enjoy a lot of family and football. Remember what it's all about. We always get excited over these games, as we should, um, because we're sports fans and this is Sports Talk Radio. But let's remember what it's all about. It's about your family and uh, count your blessings. And if you're sitting around with your family eating a meal, watching a football game, just be thankful that you're able to do it. Good stuff. Thank you, Bama. Talk to you on Monday. Take care, guys. Yep, see you, pal. Bama Bob, follow him on Twitter, at Bama Bob, at Bama Bob on Twitter. Trent and I with our picks. Before we get out of here, it's the Ken Miller Show. We're here until 1, 1700, the champ. Nets and hoops, rallies and hoops. College basketball lives here on the Panther Sports Network. 1700, the champ. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Okay, got some big news for you. Macy's Black Friday doorbusters are back. Coats for everyone, regularly $195 to $275, under $100. 40% off shoes and boots for her. Queen or king sheets, just $29.99. Kitchen essentials, $7.99 after $12 mail-in rebate. Shop 5 p.m. Thanksgiving till 2 a.m. Friday. Savings off regular prices, exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards now offers benefits everyone can enjoy no matter how they pay. Sign up for free in-store or at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable Reliable towing. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's the Black Friday sale at Ace. Visit acehardware.com to get your coupon and save 50% on an item under $30 in store or online this Friday only. Whether it's finding the perfect gift or buying new holiday lights, you'll be sure to find exactly what you're looking for. So save big on Black Friday all day long with 50% off an item under $30 in store or online only at Ace. Must present coupon to redeem. Offer valid at participating stores and acehardware.com on regular priced item. Limit one. Exclusions apply. The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Black Friday ever is on. Save up to 50% on Black Friday deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th Gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and savings on top brand electronics like Samsung TVs, it's the one sale of the year you don't want to miss. Just call 800 by dell or visit dell.com slash Black Friday. Quantities are limited. Call 800 by dell for more Black Friday deals. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. It's our final segment. It's a short segment at that. We've got to get to our picks. We know you've been waiting all program for those. Both Trent and I coming off just a dismal week last mm. week. Both of us putting up a one and four. It's going to get better, Trent Condon. I like the slate of games. I am right there with you. Uh, I will be playing a lot of games. We only pick five, though, yep. for our purposes. Let's get into it. I've got the tee box. I'll go first. I'm going to start tomorrow, Texas and Kansas. I know that Lee Sterling, who you're going to have on later on, uh, this is his game of the week. I did see that. I think he's going to be pushing Texas and pushing Texas hard in this one. Uh, there's no letdown after the win over uh, Iowa State. They'll be watching. They want to put the hay in the barn and then hope for some help in the Big 12 tilt tomorrow. I'll take Texas minus the 15. Michigan, Ohio State. Trent and I have talked about this one. Uh, we both feel that this is a blowout. I almost made this is my best bet of the, of the week. I think you can. Michigan minus three and a half over Ohio State. My best bet, and we alluded to it or I alluded to it, it's Notre Dame and USC. Notre Dame, uh, this is a beauty contest for them. They are going to impress the committee and then sit back next weekend and let the chips fall where they made. They win, they're in. Simple as that. Best bet, Notre Dame minus 10.5. To the NFL, 
I'm going to take uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers over my Denver Broncos. Uh, Pittsburgh is only a three-point favorite. Denver shouldn't have beat the Chargers last week. It was a complete fluke. Denver's not very good. I hope they lose every game the rest of the way because, sadly, at that at this point, it's all about next year's draft. Pittsburgh minus three over Denver. And then the Sunday nighter to recap or to wind down or wind up, I guess, our weekend. Minnesota hosting Green Bay. Just not sold on this Packers team. Uh, the Vikings minus three and a half. Uh, Vikes minus three and a half. Pitt minus three. My two NFL games. Trent Condon. I'm going to start in the NFL here. I'm going to start tomorrow. Thanksgiving. Mitchell Trubisky. Out. Well, not official. But it's looking that way. Yeah. Trending in that direction. Even before that, I was all about the Lions. Now that price has cut down a little bit. Get on it now because it's going to keep dwindling. There's some three and a halfs out there. I'm grabbing the three and the hook with the Lions in game number one. Game two. Chase Daniels going to bite you. Oh, I hope I'm I'm wrong on (laughs) this one. Let's go to Cincinnati. The Bengals have lost four out of five. Mm -hmm. Remember at one point we were talking, well, maybe the Bengals are a play. No. No. (laughs) It is quickly dissipated. It seemed like forever since we've seen the Cleveland Browns, but their last time out, they were really good. Numbers, what, three? It's pretty tight. Three. I'm grabbing that field goal. Give me the Brownies. And uh, Cincinnati's uh, season continues to go down the drain. Is this it for Lewis? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so, too. I think that's the direction we're heading. Let's go next to college football. Complete agreement with you on Michigan. That is my best bet of the week. I'll jump aboard with the Wolverines, as we talked about with Bama earlier. Oklahoma, I'll lay the two and a half, as we talked about. Love the Sooners in this spot. That total, I can't get over it. 84, (laughs) as we look at it here on Wednesday afternoon. And finishing up, I'm going to Black Friday. I'm going to 11 a.m. Fox. I'm going with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Are you? They're a lot better football team than Nebraska. What's the number at now? Nine, nine, nine and a half. half. Nine and a half is the number. I'll lay it with confidence. Iowa wins this one going away. 31-13 Hawkeyes. Easy cover. Count your winnings. And then uh, we'll give it to your wife for some Black Friday shopping. Okay. And that will put Iowa where? Holiday Bowl? Holiday Bowl, yeah. Does it matter if they win or lose? The, it seemed like they're going to the Holiday Bowl. Well, or maybe I, they're going to California. They're going to Southern California or right. Northern California, right? A loss, they'll go to the Red Box mm-hmm. Bowl in San Francisco, a win, or Santa Clara, and a win to Holiday Bowl. I think that's fair. I yeah. think that's fair. I was going to win this one, though. I'm feeling confident. Convincingly. Last time I felt confident was Wisconsin. Yeah, we all know out? how that happened. Uh, who'd you give your ticket? Oh, you sold your tickets. You said that yeah. beginning of the week. Yep. Uh, we are out of time. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have a safe Thanksgiving. Sounds like you can be driving all over the state. Yes, yes. I will see our lovely state from the northeast corner to far western Iowa and all points in between. What have you seen for forecast? I haven't even looked. Rain, maybe, but that's about it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think snow's in the forecast. I don't think. I, don't. I hope not. Um, ask Brinson. He's the, always been the weather guy. On well, he'll be coming up radio. next. Well, make sure you ask him. We're out of time. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for being here with us. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller. Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Until Monday, have a safe and wonderful weekend with your family. Happy Thanksgiving, anybody, from the Ken Miller Show, 1700 The Champ. Hey, it's Taz. And I'm the Moose. Join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning, Taz. That's right, from 5 to 8 a.m. on 1700 The Champ. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. 
Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Hi, I'm Francis Graziano, president of Graziano Brothers, an Italian specialty store located on the corner of South Union and Jackson in Des Moines. Thank you for making Graziano Brothers a Southside tradition since 1912. We are so proud to offer the best homemade Italian sausage. We have a selection of freshly made sausages for every taste and occasion. Take our traditional medium hot sausage. It's perfect in every way. Use our garlic sausage instead of brats to make your tailgate party unforgettable. If your taste buds require a milder sausage, then try our sweet sausage. As mild as a meatball, the sweet sausage is great to use in any dish. It's even fantastic for biscuits and gravy. Want something with a Creole flair? Try our andouille-style Italian sausage. For the hot and spicy people out there, you know who you are. Try our extra hot sausage. That'll take the spice out of you. With sausage from Graziano Brothers, there's no such thing as a boring meal. Ask for it at your local grocery stores and restaurants. Graziano Brothers, your only choice when it comes to great taste. Come visit us. It's worth the trip. Ciao. Right now, Napa has five quart jugs of Penn's Oil or Valvoline full synthetic motor oil for $23.99. That's one heck of a deal for all weather engine protection. So, whether you're driving in Phoenix, Arizona, Duluth, Minnesota, or down the street to the grocery store, the right oil for your ride is just $23.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 123118. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's the Black Friday sale at Ace. Visit acehardware.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com